I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. On July 28th, uh, Governor Greg Abbott issued Executive Order GA37 that says, in part, No person other than a federal, state, or local law enforcement official shall provide ground transportation to a group of migrants who have been detained by CBP for crossing the border illegally or who would have been subject to expulsion under the Title 42 order. According to the Director of Catholic Charities, Sister Norma Pimentel, Governor Abbott's executive order impedes the work of Catholic Charities. When our present leader of this state decided to make this executive order, it really is going to hurt us so bad because it's not going to let us be able to do what we are already doing that is helping the community be safe, that's helping this family be safe. And so we're not going to be able to take them to a hotel. We're not going to be able to take them to a hospital if they're sick. What's going to happen after that? Catholic Diocese of Brownsville Public Relations Director Brenda Riojas spoke to the Director of Catholic Charities, Sister Norma Pimentel, about the Governor's Executive Order. Good morning. We are here live with Sister Norma Pimentel uh, with Catholic Charities of the Rio Grande Valley. And this is breaking news for you. Sister Norma has just issued a statement in regard to some latest developments here in our community and a recent uh, issuance by the uh, state governor. Um, Sister Norma, thank you for taking some time. I know that you have um, been working tirelessly with all your your work at the Respite Center in McKellen and collaborating with so many different agencies. Um, But it's an important time for to clarify to the community the work that Catholic Charities does. I think there's some misunderstanding and I think the recent developments with the executive order from the governor are really going to to hinder your work. So I know that the people want to hear directly from you. I know that you've been Thank doing you. a lot of interviews, but please share your words, and we will be sure Thank to you. leak a full statement as you well. You know, thank you, Brenda. I appreciate this because I, I truly believe that our community, our people, nuestra gente aquí en el Valle, tiene que entender y conocer qué es lo que está pasando, ¿verdad? Porque la verdad, lo que hacemos es hacer algo bueno, algo bien para la comunidad. We're really trying to help the, our community be safe. You know, we're working together with the, the local city officials to to make sure we establish protocols and safety procedures to make sure we're all safe. Because that's what this is about. I believe that we're we're truly in a in a situation right now in our life that is that we we're struggling, we're suffering, many of us, because of what's happening with COVID and and the pandemic. And so when we started to see all these families arrive that are being released to our community and that we're trying to assist them and provide them the care they need as human beings, that, that we wanted to, I wanted to make sure, and I, that's why I spoke with our county judge and our mayor, and I said, let's do something about this. I think these people need to be placed in, 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 a, in a safe space, in isolation, if they're, if they're positive with COVID. Thank God the numbers that actually turn out being positive is very minimal. But still, even if it's just one, we want to make sure that person does not go out into the community, goes into a bus, goes into the airport, and is able to be in a safe space where they, we can take care of them there and take and send the nurse or send the, our, our volunteers from beautiful 
churches that we have go to the church and they can food, take them water, take them pampers, take them milk, whatever they need, but they stay safe in isolation. And that's what's been happening for the past two years, uh, Brenda. And, and really, we have worked together as a community here in the Rio Grande Valley to make sure every single immigrant that does test positive stays in, in a hotel where they are there and they are cared for. And this has happened all the time. And so I'm, I'm amazed at how the misinformation that happens with one I, in single case that actually uh, one of the families decided to go out of, out of the room and go get buy a hamburger, you know? And so, so because of that, we're seeing what we're seeing today. Uh, this misinformation that it's, every, all these families are all over uh, uh, exposing everybody to COVID. It's false. It's not true. Nobody. If you honestly believe that, you, you, I want you to tell me you actually saw that person and really touch your heart and say that that you that this is the truth because I haven't seen that. It truly, we are being responsible in making sure that these families that are that maybe one member of that family came turn, turn out to be positive and the whole family stays with that member because they want to stay together as a family they're not all exposed to covid they're not all tested positive but they they will remain in isolation until they all test negative and so this is what we're doing it's something good for us here in the community and for everybody and for the families as well. So I think that instead of being worried and afraid, we rather had to step up, what can I do? How can I help? How can we make this right? How can we help make sure our con community continues to be safe and do our part so that we can control this virus that is definitely something that's very uh, of concern for all of us and we must do just do the right thing, you know, do our part, you know, wear a mask because that's important, you know, get the vaccine if you can take the vaccine, you know. I think all of these are measures that we put in place to control this virus. And so what we're doing as far as our end, together with so many others, is make sure that, that everybody's safe, you know, and including our guests, our, these families that come from so far away, hurting and suffering because truly they're victims of crime victims of abuse, victims of a failed society that uh, of destroys them and hurts them. And so right now they're here, those that are able to be here, because the majority of them are in the other side of the river, in Reynosa. If you go to Reynosa right now, most of this country is sending back everybody, except for these moms with these children, these little ones. And maybe one of them in the family is positive, so we make sure that this family stays in a space where they're safe and they're cared for properly until they come out negative and they can travel. And what about the governor's uh, latest executive? When, when, the, oh, when our, our, our present leader of this state decided to make this executive order, it really is going to hurt us so bad because it's not going to let us be able to do what we are already doing that is helping the community be safe, that's helping this family be safe. And so we're not going to be able to take them to a hotel. We're not going to be able to take them to a hospital if they're sick. What's going to happen after that? I mean, I can just see a, a catastrophic of problems arising because of this. I thought that our, our laws need to be laws that help humanity be better and not hurt humanity more. And so I think 
actions like this need to be corrected. We must reconsider what is being done and look at it in a way that is more helpful to find solutions for all of us that really help us hold to the principles of human life, defending human life, the, what our Lord Jesus Christ has taught us, feed the hungry, clothe the naked, care for the sick, welcome the stranger. That's what we're doing. Thank you so much, Sister Norma. I know that, again, you've been working tirelessly, and you're the one who initiated the testing. Yes. Um, the, yes, because it was of good cons a concern for all of us. And, 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 and rightfully so, our mayor, Darling, at the time, and our present uh, Judge Cortez stepped up and said, yes, Sister, let's take care of this. This is a concern, and this is something we must do right. And we were, that's what we were doing. So it surprises me now that, that some leaders are actually um, wanting for us to stop that, you know. Right. Well, and your work will continue as best you can. Let's hope that we can continue to be present and make a difference in, in, in a very good way to humanity. Right, because one of the things that, I, that I've seen over the years since you started in 2014 is that collaboration with different entities. I think if anything here in the Rio Grande Valley, we are a community that knows how to come together and work together to the, for the betterment of our community and that we have done this all these years. And I think today is no different. So I'm, I'm very hopeful and, and I, uh, I, I expect nothing less. Right, and so just to be clear, every single person that comes to the, before they come to the respite center is Gets tested. tested. Definitely, every, every single person is tested. They tested, sure. we tested then, and we'll test them again just to make sure if they remain with us longer than a day, they get tested again. Right. But, but for hours, they're gone, you know? But, and, but the, t the people who are in isolation will get tested continuously just to confirm whether they're positive or not. And truly, you know, if we put a whole family in, in an isolated uh, room in a, in a hotel, only one member or two may have the COVID, not everybody. It's just, for the most part, it's just the ba one of the kids or the mother or the father. Somebody in the family has COVID, and so the whole family stays together. And right. so um, that's why we may have more people uh, in isolation, but in the truth is, not everybody is COVID positive. And you have volunteers there to provide for them. With we their have needs. volunteers ourselves. We have local parishes that are reaching out to these families that are helping us out. We have a, a, an organization of people that go test them and check them to see how they're doing. And so there's people involved in all of this in making sure everything is done right. Well, thank you for your time. Any, any closing thoughts? I know you, you have a very busy... I just pray that we all join together and count on our Lord Jesus Christ to be present with us. He is the boss. He's el jefe. I'm confident that he will help us move forward in the right way. ¿Y si quería agregar algo en español? Pues, para todos nosotros que hablamos español, sabemos que... No nos debemos olvidar jamás de que debemos estar unos aquí, unos para otros. Protegernos a nosotros y proteger a nuestros hermanos y hermanas que vienen del extranjero pidiendo nuestra ayuda. Es a nosotros los que tenemos que dar un paso adelante a hacer el bien. Que Dios nos bendiga a todos. Sister Norma is the Executive Director of Catholic Charities of the Rio Grande Valley. Also, according to the governor's executive order, 
The Texas Department of Public Safety is directed to stop any vehicle upon reasonable suspicion of a violation of the order and is also authorized to impound a vehicle that's being used to transport migrants. I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service.